Today's daf is daf Lamed Aleph in Mesechti Yavamis, page 31 of Mesechti Yavamis. We got on to daf Lamed Aleph, and let's remind ourselves what we are working off of. So yesterday, the fifth Mishnah of our daf on Lamed Amad Beis had a fascinating case. What was the case? Here we go. So we said that going back to Beis Amad Aleph in all 15 of the Arayas, if there was a Safei Kedushin or a Safei Gerishin, what's the Halacha? We're going to do Chalitza, we're not going to do Yibam. Okay, whether it's Safei Kedushin, whether it's Safei Gerishin. The Gemara, the, the Mishnah clarified what's a Safei Kedushin. We said when he throws his Shtar uh, Kedushin, and we don't know if it landed closer to her or closer to him, yeah, Mamish, boom, lands so close to the line, it's unclear. And what's a Safegerishin? If there's an issue with the, with the date, there's an issue um, with the witnesses, so on and so forth, where it's only a rabbinic issue, so um, that's considered a Safegerishin. And the Gemara says, I, what's an Afgamina? Why'd you say that Safeg Kedushin is when it lands in a strange place, but Safegerishin, you had to change it, and you had to say, oh, there's an issue with it? So the Gemara said, because it depends what chazaka you're coming from and to. Okay, By Kedushin, she's coming from a chazaka where she was mutter to the whole world. By Gerushin, you're coming in the opposite direction. And therefore, if it would be the suffix, if it would be the suffix of, you don't know if it landed, if the, if the get landed closer to you or closer to her, then we would keep her with, uh, we would certainly keep her right within the status of being married. Okay, here we go. So, Today's, the, at least most of today's daf, we're going to have Bezos Hashem, um, a new Mishnah towards the end of today's daf, but majority of today's daf is really going to be focusing on these chazakas and where you're starting from, which, you know, which chazaka you're starting from. Okay, says the Gemara. Ihachi, we're going to pick up from this step on the, on the second line of the Gemara. Okay, so <clears throat> the Gemara says like this. We thought... By being machmir, by the Safek Kedushin, that we're, we're actually setting ourselves up good. Because good to be machmir. To which the Gemara responds, no, because every time you're machmir, you're ending up with a kula for somewhere else. Now there's one more point I want to mention before the Ihachi. Now this is something we know, but, it's, but it's, we need to keep this in mind because it's going to come up a, a few times in the Gemara's response. It'll help us. Simple mindset, and that is like this. Does it make sense to always just be machmir and throw in a chalitza? Whenever you have a suffix, should we just say, you know what? I don't know whether she's the tsara of an erva. I don't know whether her erva was, were they divorced? Was the erva really married? We don't really, should we just do chalitza? Why not? Because then she becomes puzzled to a kind. Okay, one reason is because if you're just going to do chalitza with nothing else, you're going you're gonna to possibly change her status from a widow to a chalutza. And there, there's a second issue, not, not any stronger, but also a second issue that comes up here. And this is just a svara. The second issue is a svara. It's not, and the svara is, remember, chalitza and yibam go hand in hand. So whenever we say that there's going to be chalitza, there's always going to need, you're always going to need to keep in, a, in, in, a, in mind that there's a chance somebody might look at that chalitza and say, oh, so in that circumstances, chalitza could have been done. So that would be a, another issue as well as to why you can't just be machmir and say, do chalitza. Okay. Says the Gemara, if it's true that when you have a suffix, 
Kedushin, we're going to be machmir, and we're going to say um, that you, you have to assume that we're, there's a potential of Yibum. Gerishin ami lisni, by Gerishin as well, why don't we give the same the same suffix and say that it landed in between Vilatshicha Chalitza and Abigator and Chalitza made the Yadi de Chumra Balmuhu and let people know that this is just coming Mitzad a Chumra? Says the Gemara, no, Imato Imer Chalitzas Misyavemis. Because if you're ever going to just put in a chalitza, mitzad chumra, then people are going to assume in a different setting that you could, not in a different setting, people are going to assume, yeah, the, in the same case in a different setting, that yibum could be done. Says the Gemara, so too by Safek Kedushin, why by Safek Kedushin, when it falls in between, do we say chalitza and yibum? Says the Gemara, okay. Maybe you should. Because she's keeping her chazaka of being mutter to the Yava. Says the Gemara, one second. No, slow down. That doesn't make any sense. Abai challenges. Abai says like this. Okay? What happens... Huh? Thank you. What happens if a house falls on top of one of the brothers and on his niece. Okay. So you have a brother, you have an uncle who married a niece. So far, there's no problem whatsoever. So far, there's no problem. Okay. Now, the Enya Dua Ezimahamais Risha. We don't know who died first. Now remember, going back to yesterday's daf, if the erva's out the window before Yibum started, Yibum, then the, the tzara would be an erva, right? Uh, would, be, would be a yavam, sorry. Right. The tzara would be a yavam, yeah. So, but if the tzara, if the erva was still married to the husband, so then the, she's off the hook and the tzara's off the hook. So you have a guy who a house falls on him, one of the brothers' house falls on him and his niece, so what do we say? Sofik, chalitza na ibum. Am I? Why are you just saying Sofik do a chalitza? Let's say this woman has a chazaka of being mutter to the shuk. The shuk literally means a marketplace, but it means to the general public. Okay? If her husband dies, she's allowed to go out and marry anybody. But because of a Sofik, you know what you're going to say? That she, because maybe the erva died first, you're going to answer her, you can't answer her to everybody else if without a chalitza just because of a suffix. There's a chazaka that she could marry everybody. Who are you to change that? Says the Gemara of Achit, and if you're going to say, we're just going to put the chalitza l'chumra, the same problem. So other people might come to be mekel and say, oh, well, there's chalitza, so I, I, I could assume there's even there as well. Says the Gemara, two points. Ready for this? Here we go. Two very good svaras. Here's svara number one. Divorce is a lot more common, and not even divorce, ready? Divorce and issues with the get, a suffix, is a lot more common on a house falling on a man and the woman who was an erva, and you don't know which one was done for, first. Which one died first? Since it's more common, so the Rabbana made their Gezerah by a Safi Gerishin. They didn't make their Gezerah on a one in a million circumstance. Okay. Inami. Or another reason why I'll tell you will be more Machmir. 
on one suffix over the other. When it comes to Gerishin, when the, the erva, the forbidden relationship, is here, she's around. So everybody knows there was an erva and a regular woman. And her tzara, the tzarasa, and now you're going to say that her tzara, we know she's around. So we're going to say to her tzara, do chalitza. I mean, people are going to say, you know what the Rabbanan say about a get where, let's say, you're missing an aid or a get where you're missing the date? You know what they're going to say? Oh, you know why we're doing chalitza on the tzara? It must be because the other one was a complete get. It must be the erva was taka a complete get. I, we know it's over kedushim. People are going to look at the get and be like, okay, it must be. If there's one aid, it's a kosher gerishin. And since it was a kosher gerishin, there's only one wife. And that's why they're doing chalitza on this other wife. And they're going to do Yibum on the Tzara, which is a problem, because they're not allowed to do Yibum on the Tzara, because there's a suffix that she might be the Tzara Aserva. But my Pailas, when the house falls on the uncle on the knees, and the uncle on the Erva, and we don't know who died first, do the Rabbanon themselves know who died first? No. The Rabbanon themselves don't know who died first. They, don't, they have no clue. It's a suffix for everybody. It's Tamba suffix. Okay? And Mamela, to be machmir, to be machmir on this, and say, obligate chalitza. Who's going to say that? People who have no clue about what happened? Meaning like this. One type of suffix is in halacha. We don't, suffix halacha means, there's a Rabbanon problem. That's what it means, Suffolk, Gerishin. There's a, biblically, it's a divorce. Rabbinically, it's not. We know exactly what's going on. There's no shyness over here. There's, no, there's nobody be like, well, if anybody would have more information about what's going on, that would help us. No. <laughs> we know exactly what the halacha is, and that is, it's not good meet Rabbanon, it's good Daraisa. But by my playlist, humanity has no idea who died first. And therefore, the... Um, the uh, strictness is only put into a case where it's an iser in, in a halacha. Okay. Says the Gemara, the Gabe Gerishin. When it comes to Gerishin, didn't we learn that there's a chiyuv chalitza? If a woman standing in a shusharab, we're not going to give a get of uh, a situation of a suffix get. You have a woman standing in a public domain. Vizarkula. The husband throws it there. Karevla Megureshas, Karevla Yena Megureshas. Mechza, Mechza. The word was on the 50 yard line. Megureshas, Vena Megureshas. She's half married. No, that doesn't mean she's half married. Okay? What does it mean? We have to be machmir in both directions. Okay? Whenever it's a chumrah that she's a married woman, we're going to take on those chumras. Whenever it's a chumrah that she's a divorced woman, she's going to take on that status. Okay. And we said, as far as which halacha is it a chumrah to be divorced? To be married, right? Now, to be a divorcee, what's, where's there a chumrah? You might tell me to a kayin, why is that any more chumrah than if she's married to somebody else? Either way, she's going to be usher to the kayin, right? To eat kayin who asirale, if you're going to tell me the chumrah is for the, that she's now going to be usher to a kayin, the erva hitzarasa, 
Boy chalitza. And if she's an erva, her tzara is going to need chalitza, meaning she's not off the hook from our Mishnah Daf Beis as a tzara's erva. And we don't, we're not concerned about saying, oh, if we tell you do chalitza, you might come to do yibum. So this is a general question. Says we're a general question. Our concern about doing chalitza in general is one of if we allow somebody to do chalitza, then people are going to assume. In a different setting, you could do Yibam. Says the Gemara, you see, that's not true. This Mishnah over here, which discusses Gerish, and when you have a Suffolk, what do we say? You take on the Chumras of both. Take on the Chumras of both. Now, we don't say that the reason why there's no Chalitza is because of Yibam. Why don't we say that? Why don't, why don't we bring that down? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Because there's a, there's a little catch to that Mishnah, and we'll explain what it is. We learned about the Mishnah. Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef, the Amri Tarvayu. Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef both hold. Listen to this. You know what the case is by the Safek get when he's in a Rishus Here's what happened. Two sets of witnesses show up to talk about the get. One says it was a first down. The other one says, no, the chains didn't reach the whole way. One says the get landed closer to her, and one said the get landed closer to him. So now it's not a Safi Gerishin because of the cases of our Mishnah. Remember, in our case of our Mishnah, the Safi Gerishin is a Dirabana. But over here, if you have Adam just coming and contradicting each other, we push it, no, don't know biblically if it was a valid get. But our mission over here is dealing with one kat, the Havalei Sveik Adarabana. So over here, it's a, it's over here, it's a Sveik Adarabana. Gavaldik. And that's why the Mishnah over there, by its Sveik, is not, has a completely different set of concerns than our, than our general concern that we're having about doing Chalitza, right? Our concern in general doing Chalitza is, oh, somebody might come to do Yibam. But the concern in the Mishnah, dealing with the Dairai says, no, it's just concerned about the Lamaisa, practically, uh, what happened over there, and therefore, we're just going to say, take on the Chumras of both. Says the Gemara, where do you see that our Mishnah is any different? That we're dealing with one set of Edom and not two sets. The Gemara says, give me the Kedushin, because our Mishnah over here lists a Sufi Kedushin and a Sufi Gerishin. What's the Suffolk? Suffolk is where it landed. And that, we, we didn't find anywhere there was a second set of witnesses. It was just landed on the 50-yard line. It was in between. Now, again, whenever you see this, what's going to be the classic Gemara response? Prove it. Right? We're saying, just like Kedushin, there's one set of Adim, so Tubagershin must be one set of Adim, and that's why I'm right. Says the Gemara, where do you see in our Mishnah? Kedushin is one set of Adam. The Kedushin Gufayim, Maida Bekadachas. How do you know that the Suffolk Kedushin is done by one group? Maybe we're dealing with two uh, groups of uh, Adam, and the same as the Gittin. Says the Gemara, not possible. Because because if we're dealing with two Kite Adam, guess what the Halacha is going to be? Tesyabim Ve'ein Bekachlom. Let her take her in, let, let him take her in Yibum. And there should be no problem. Listen to why. Says Rashi Gishmak. If, okay, Rashi says Gishmak. You know why? Because of her chazaka. Until now, if there was a Safi Kedushin, Safi Kedushin, 
She, if she's not married, she's mutter to the other guy. If she is married, right? Very good. Like the, the tzara, we're talking about the tzara. If the, the Arab is not married, she's mutter. So allow her to remain mutter to, uh, allow her to remain mutter to the other, Gavaldik. So Gemara says, and we shouldn't, right? And we shouldn't just say chalitza. Says the Gemara, no. Kaime edim amre karevla. You have you have Adam standing here, and they say it's closer to who to her. And you're going to tell me just do yibum? Meaning, says the word in response, no. You don't rely on a chazaka if there would be a second kind of Adam, like this. The Gemara, the Gemara says, you know, by the Gerishin, something Gerishin. There was two sets of witnesses by Kedushin. In the other Mishnah. By Kedushin in our Mishnah, there's one set of witnesses. And therefore the Gerishin in our Mishnah is one set of witnesses. Says the Gemara, how do you know by us is one set of witnesses? Answers the Gemara, I'll tell you how we know there's one set of witnesses. Because if there would be two sets of witnesses arguing on each other, you could still do Yibam because you have a Chazaka. Says the Gemara, wrong. That's not a, that's not a true assumption. If you have two groups of Adam coming at each other, Chazaka flies out the window. You don't say you stick with a Chazaka of Yibam at a Zavik. You have two people standing there screaming and saying, there's a marriage, there's a divorce. You got to clarify this before you just say, oh, stick with a Chazaka. You got two people telling you, you can't rely on the Chazaka. And this Taka true Halacha. The Su, and furthermore, Bishtei Kite Edom Nami, Sveke even if you have two, kite edim, it's also arguing on each other. You should know this is also something they're abundant. You know why? The amrinon, because we're going to say, uki tre lebahadi tre, you have tre u tre. Yeah, as we say, two against two. The isha ukma achazaka. And then um, the woman taka would remain with her chazaka. Now, if anybody here is not bothered, you should be. Because what did the step before this say? You don't say that. The step before this just said, if you have two people standing there saying, what do you mean? It landed closer to her. We're like, no, 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 chazaka, chazaka, chazaka. You know, she's letting marry the Yavam. We said, you can't do that. There's two people standing. Says the Gemara. Okay, so I'll tell you what. Here's how it works. When you have two Adim against two Adim, and then... You have a chazaka. Let the two sets of Edim cancel each other out. And there's taka. All you're going to be left with is a chazaka. Okay. Now, this, interestingly, just has no proof. Except that the Gemara is basically just responding back to the previous statement of wrong. Wrong. There is svara to say that when you have two Adam standing and screaming, and that's opposite of Chazaka, I will still follow the Chazaka. You know why? Because this Chazaka is not coming opposite two Adam. Here's the Lumdus. It's taka Lumdus Shetaretz. You know what the Gemara is answering? There's no two Adam screaming anymore. Two eight again. What's the case now? According to the last step we said, let's clarify. Two Adam say the get landed closer to him. Two Adam say you landed closer to her. We say, have a chazaka. Ah, says the Gemara. There's two Adam standing there screaming against the chazaka. Gemara responds, wrong. Because here's how it works. Two Adam, two, two Adam on one side, two Adam on the other side. We don't know who to believe. They are gone. They're not even considered standing here. 
They don't exist. Exactly. There's no testimony anymore. Since the two Adam saying they're screaming that it landed closer to her, have two Adam opposite them saying no, it landed closer to him? They don't exist. What are you left with? Last man standing, Chazaka, that she's mutter to the Yavam. That's the Teretz. That, that's this step challenging by explaining the lumbus of how Trey Utrey works. Once you get it, in other words, the question thought, the Chazaka is coming against two Adam, says the answer, wrong. There's no two Adam anymore. It's just a Chazaka. Gvaldik. Okay. Says the Gemara, nice story. Quick break. This happened with the Nechosim of Bar Shatya. Okay. What happened with Bar Shatya? Says the Gemara, the Bar Shatya Zavin Nechsei. Bar Zavna, Bar Shatya, I'm sorry, was sold Nechsei, his Nechosim. He sold things that he owned, he sold his property. Asu Beitrei, two witnesses came, Va'amri, and they said, Kishuhu Cholim, when he was sick, Zabin, he sold it. Okay? He sold it when he was sick. He wasn't stable enough. Va'asu Beitrei, Va'amri, Kishu, Shaita Zabin. Two other witnesses came, I'm sorry, he's was Cholim, Yeah, but he's, but Cholim means sick. One second. Okay, aha. Okay, okay. You know, they said it's a valid sale. They said it's a valid sale. Okay. And then two other Adam said, He was a shaita. He didn't have the mental capacity to sell. We take the two Adam who said he was able to sell, and the two Adam who said he's not able to say, we put them against each other, turn to Amr Bey's. The Ara Ukma Becheskas Barshatio, and it goes back to his domain. Okay, Gvaldik. Now, it's a, this, by the way, is very, very practical. I actually uh, spoke out uh, the Shaila. I was talking to um, a group of uh, the high school boys this Friday, so uh, we shared a Shaila. There was a Meister Shaya Kachaya. Listen to this: an, uh, oh, um, an elderly woman in Eretz Yisrael purchased. A two, mil, two million shekel uh, villa. Okay, six, seven hundred grand, right? Okay, normal prices for it. So she purchased a, a nice villa from Reuven, we'll call him. Okay? She buys it. Reuven pays the uh, broker uh, 3% of whatever the sale was and Shalom al Yisrael. Fine. Three weeks later, there's a knock on Reuven's door. It's an attorney for the woman's family. And the attorney says that the same day, mamish the same day, that she purchased the 2 million shekel villa, she purchased a 15 million shekel penthouse somewhere in Haifa. Okay? She was a wealthy woman. She had, turns out, turns out this woman was suffering from early stages of dementia. And she was just, she, she didn't know what she was doing some of the time. They knew this earlier, but apparently it got so bad that she was just, you know. So the attorney came back to Ruvain to cancel the sale and say it's a Mekah it's the whole thing, you know, Nabuch, it's a, you know. So anyway, they took it to court, the whole thing went to court, and they, they ordered a psychiatric evaluation. 
And Kachava, it, it came out that really she didn't have the capacity to, uh, to purchase these apartments, but it, that's what's so hard about mental illness, right? You just, you, you can't see without a whole, a whole uh, gesheft. But ultimately the shaila that, that it boiled down to is um, whether the broker has to return the percentage. Because Lamaisa, that broker, it was a woman, she followed through every step that she needed to do for a broker to be paid for. And punk, there's an outside issue that's cropping up later for the courts to, to go back at it. And we had an interesting conversation about what to do, uh, what to do with the, uh, the brokerage fee. There was a big tzad to say that she was allowed to keep the, the brokerage fee. But okay, interesting. Very similar to, uh, to this case of Barshatia. Okay, we didn't know. Did he have the, the was he a shaita or did he have the uh, mental abilities? All right, here we go. Elam Rabaye. Rather, Abaye says, I'll tell you why Suffolk Gerishin is different than Suffolk Kedushin. We're going back to that question now. What was our question? Our mission said Suffolk Kedushin means you threw the Kedushin there, you don't know who it landed closer to. By a get, what was the Suffolk get? One aid, you're missing the date. We didn't say it was, so we want to know why. We want to know why we changed it. Salam Abaye. Abaye gives another reason. He says like this, meaning one friend tells about the other. Meaning, our Tana taught this Shaila about, you're not sure where it landed by Kedushin, and the same thing would apply by Gerishin. Tana by Gerishin, and he taught something by Gerishin, and the same thing would be true for Kedushin, meaning the reason why we change this teach us additional Kedushin. Well, a Kiddush by Shtar. Right, very good. Amalei Rava, if the reason why we change the reason is so each case can teach about the other. Mazeh Dikatani. Mazehu Dikatani. Look back at the Mishnah. The Mishnah, Alamud Amud Beis, said at the end, let's see the Lashin, Ve'im Ba'ya Right? On, on Lama Nama Beis, so at the end of the Suffolk Kedushin, it says, you throw a Zarak la Kedushin, Suffolk Karev la, Suffolk Karev la, Suffolk Karev la, Zahu Suffolk Kedushin. This is the case of Kedushin. And at the end of the Mishnah, when it says, by Gerishin, that it's missing, uh, right, Ksav it says, Zahu Suffolk Gerishin. This is Suffolk by Gerishin, which seems to imply that the Suffolk by Kedushin is not the Suffolk by Gerishin, and the Suffolk by Gerishin is not the Suffolk of Kedushin. So asks Rava on Abaye, according to you, where each case is trying to shed light onto the other case, why does it say only over here? Zahu. It seems that Gerishin is specific to Gerishin, and Kedushin is specific to Kedushin. Alama Rava, rather Rava says, changes it around. Abaye, I argue on you. Any Suffolk by Kedushin applies to Gerishin. The Yesh by Gerishin, Mashiach Kedushin. However, Gerishin's not like Kedushin. The Suffolk of Kedushin, where a lands taco would be a Suffolk by Gerishin. However, the Suffolk by Gerishin does not apply to Kedushin. Why? But Zehu the Gerishin Labdavka. And this Zehu of Gerishin is Labdavka. Now, this makes sense. You know why? Because very often when a Mishnah throws an expression at you, even if it's an unnecessary expression, or even sometimes an improper expression, the Mishnah will do it, once we said it once, we're going to do it for, call it, to keep the pattern of the Mishnah, to keep the same expressions of the Mishnah. 
So therefore we could say, Vezehu de Gerishin Labdavka, the Zehu at the end of the Mishnah of the Suffolk Gerishin is Labdavka. It doesn't mean that it wouldn't apply to Kedushin. Al Mishum the Tonazah Bekedushin, Tonanami Zoba Gerishin. Says the Gemara, fine. So Vezehu Bekedushin Lemute Mai. What is the Zehu of Kedushin Taka coming to exclude? Lemute Zman, the Laka Bekedushin. It wouldn't be a Suffolk if it was missing the date in Kedushin. Okay? Why is it? Why? It's certainly a valid star. By Kedushin, if you don't write the date, it's certainly still a valid Kedushin. So there, there's no suffix. Memela, the Zehu by Gerishin can apply to Kedushin. Why Taka did the Cham say you need to write a date in a divorce, but you don't need to write the date in Gerish, in Kedushin? And I'll tell you why I'm asking. If you hold that the reason why get you need to know because of Peirei, Arusa, Lesla Peri. And Arusa, you don't have that problem. I'll explain in a minute what that halach is. But according to the Omar, who says, that the reason is because of the daughter of my sister. Okay? We want people to not... Uh, to not um, Try to get out of a transgression of a sister's daughter. If uh, somebody commits adultery and their family is trying to cover their back, um, and you don't want her to, you, you don't want her to die. So, what an uncle who's married to a to a, uh, a niece might do if she commits adultery is write her a get and claim that really she only committed adultery once they were already divorced. Okay. And that's the reason why we do. So list gains man. So we should, for the same svara, put zman into kedushin because this way, if let's say a woman who's already married commits adultery, we can't claim anymore she wasn't yet married. The same way we're going to play around. Uh, an uncle might play around after you know that the marriage had ended. He might say, "Oh, I wasn't married to her yet at the time of." So that's going to be another. So the gemara is asking by kedushin we should put the zman in. Um, and, and therefore, why didn't they? Why didn't they? Okay. Now, to explain, let, let's just talk outside for a moment. We explained the adultery issue that could crop up if you have an uncle trying to save a niece or something of that sort. The, the nichseh malug, what's that halacha? So that is that if a woman comes into a marriage, there's a halacha in general, mashakana isha kana baila, whatever woman acquires once she's married, goes to her husband to help cover his expenses of taking care of her. Okay? Now, anything that she owned previously remains by her, but the payros go to him. So we have to know what date it started so we know when he starts receiving the payros or if they get divorced, when, when that stops. Okay? But be it as it may, the Gemara is asking, why Taka did the Chachamim not institute Zman on a Kedushin document. <laughs> Answers the Gemara Mishum the Ikam Mekadesh Bikaspa Vikat Mekadesh Bishtara like Tukan Rabban Azman. I'll tell you why. There's one way to get rid of your wife. There's actually two ways, but one that you can do it yourself. And that is, right. <laughs> and that is, you give a get. That is, you give a get. There's another way to do it, and that's by dropping dead. Right? But the one that's in your hand, you know, the Maisa with Rabbi Kiva Eger. Kiva Eger. Hey, look at Maisa. Yeah, you got to hear the story. There was a guy who was leaving his wife in Aguna. He wasn't giving her a get. So Rebbe Eger calls him in and he says, listen, 
The Mishnah tells us a woman goes out two ways, either with Misa Sabal or Get. Take your pick. The guy starts laughing. He walks out of Rebbe Kivager's house. On the second step, he dropped dead. Maisa wow. Shoya. Rebbe Kivager gave him a choice. That's it. See you later. He wipes out of here. <laughs> You're not going to keep her. I'm not keeping her. Zone way. Okay. Says the Gemara. Um, okay. So the reason why they weren't misakin it, uh, Kedushin, is because why, why do you mean misakin it? Because the husband might say that, uh, you know, we weren't really married at that time. The Gemara says, well, anyway, if you marry with Kesef, you're not going to know that. Anyway, if you marry with B, you're not going to know that. So th- there's many other ways. And therefore, there's no, there's no need to specifically make a Takana because you decided to marry with Shtar. By a servant, you have options. You can acquire somebody with a star or kesef and still the rabbanon say that you're supposed to put that you need to put a date into a star uh, into a star of ownership. So you see that even when there are multiple ways, the chum were misakin. So again, why don't they do it by kedushin? Answers the gemara: Hasam ruba b'shtara, hacharuba b'kaspa. It depends how things usually work. Most servants are acquired with documentation. Most marriages are done by putting a ring on the finger. By, by kesef, by value, with money. And therefore, the Chachamim didn't find the need to enforce Zman on Kedushin, on the star of Kedushin. It's, it's not common enough for them to need to do that. But by in Ebed and by Gerishin, Taka, they did institute this man. Okay. Or we can give another svar. We can give another reason as to why there's no zman on Kedushin. He says, you know what means? Even if you write the zman, it's not fully taking care of the issue. What's the issue again? People might feel bad, right? And start to lie about when the marriage happened. Okay. Now, why is it not possible? It says it more like this. Hechi levad. What do you want to do? Limcha gabe dida. If the star kedushin is with her, machkalei. You know what she needs to do? Lose the document. This literally means just erase it. She, he gives her a star. She commits adultery. Bezdin's coming at her. You know what she could do? Let's get rid of the document or erase the date. And say, I wasn't married yet. How do you know, prove that I was married at the time? I committed adultery, that I'm an, I'm an ish. Maybe I was a single woman. Go prove it. Lincha gabididei. And if we're going to say that if you marry her with a star, the husband holds on to the star. Zimnin Well, the same thing can happen if he marries his niece. Right? He could also get rid of the date. Maybe we should leave the star with the witnesses of the Kedushan. Okay? So if the witnesses know what's going on and they remember, let them testify when the marriage was. You don't even need the Zman on the star. What's proving anything? The Zman on the star now? No. It's the Edim that are telling me when the marriage happened. The Eloi, and if you're going to tell me the Edim themselves might forget the date, and that's why you're writing the date, well, guess what? 
Zimnin the Chazu Miksava Vasu Misadi. Sometimes they'll see something that's written, and that's what's going to bring them to testify. Rahman Amar, me pihem, me my big sabbath. It's not going to be a valid testimony anyway. It says the Gemara, I'll tell you another reason why there's no Zman in Kedushin. You know why? Because it ain't going to help us. We wouldn't know where to leave this get with this man that it's gonna it's gonna accomplish anything. It's gonna two wife. What's it gonna do? Leave it by her anyway. Leave it by him anyway. Leave it with the Adam anyway. So why would you write this man? Says Gemara. One second. If the reason is that you don't write this man because we don't know who to leave the star with, right? That's saying. We're saying like this. Don't write this man in the star. You know why? Because we can't figure out who's holding on to it and whoever's gonna hold on to it anyway. You know, it, it, it ain't going to help them. So, why don't we say the same thing by Gerishin? According to the Svara we brought on the top of our Amud, why do we write the date by Gerishin? So that an uncle cannot cover up a niece and say, oh, we were already divorced. She's not high of Misa. Yeah? Don't you have the same problem? All you got to do is get rid of the get. Why are you writing the date on it? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you the Navkamina. By the divorce, the writing the Zman, writing the date, is coming to help her. It's coming for her at Salah. But Hacha, but by Kedushin, Lechaiva, it's actually coming to hurt her. Okay? Now, why is the date coming to benefit her? Why is it coming to benefit her? Because, I'll tell you why. In general, you're right, you might have a man who's going to come save his, niece, save his niece. But in general, for a woman to come and say, listen, I was divorced. How do we know? We know you're married. How do you know you're divorced? I have a get. Yeah, but the get doesn't say when. Oh, I don't know. It, it was last Wednesday. Really? How do we know that it was last Wednesday? Maybe you really got divorced two months earlier and your husband doesn't need to give you any money now for the last two, two months, not just a week. Now, why would we say that? You ready? Because until a woman is known to be divorced, she has a chazaka being married. You have a chazaka being married until we know you're divorced. So you know what this man does on her behalf? You know what the date does on her behalf? It tells us, Chazak is gone. At this date, Chazak ended. That's very, very helpful to her. Although you might have a situation in a Hanami. However, when it comes to Kedushin, weird, there's a Chazak that she's not married to this guy. Until the actual date, so that's coming to her detriment. It's coming to her, because now she has all the halachas of a married woman. Starting, Memela, that's why the Chazak, that's why the Chachamim, did not institute the date. Fascinating. Bottom line, says the Gemara, you know why we instituted the date by get and not by Kedushin? Because we wanted to help the woman. Want to help the woman. By get, we write it to help her break her chazaka of being a married woman. By Kedushin, that's not necessary. And therefore, they never instituted the get. Beautiful. End of the Gemara. We're now up to the next mission. Here we go. Remember the three brothers? Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. They're back and better than ever. However, however, beforehand, Reuven and Shimon were married to sisters. Now they're not. Psh, okay? So here we go. Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. What's that? 
We should go with Larry Curley and Mo. Larry Curley and Mo. They want to go with. Okay. Ruben Shimon and Levi. Each one's married to a different sister now. Let's talk the Mishnah. Shleisha Achin, three brothers. Nesuin Shalish Nachriyais. Each one is married to an unrelated sister. Should there be any problems? Of course not. Oh, until you learn Yuvamas. Okay. Umeis Echad Mehem. One dies. So, Ruvain, we mentioned him first. We're going to say he died first. Who's alive now? Shimon and Levi. Each one is able to do Yibum on Ruvain's widow. No one's, right? No problem. Now, here's where the fun starts. Shimon does Mimer. So now, Shimon has one wife, and Ruvain's widow, he does Mimer with. And then Vames, Shimon dies. Listen to this. Levi, Levi, can he do Yibum? We have a problem. I'll tell you the problem. We'll explain it outside. Here's the problem. Right. Since Shimon did Mimer on Reuven's widow, listen closely, Reuven's widow is going to be forbidden to Levi because she's falling to him from two brothers and not one brother. We mentioned earlier the Masechet, and this is the Mishnah that, that sources it. The Pasuk tells us, the Pasuk tells us that only umes echod mehem, only when she's falling to you from one of the brothers, can you do yibum. Reuven's widow, since Mimer was done on her, is now falling to Levi from two of the brothers, and therefore she's going to be a problem, and now Shimon's other wife is a tzara of a problem, of a rabbinic problem. So here we go. Levi's got to do chalitza on both without yibum shenamra. This says umis echad mehem. Only when one of them dies, yovam yovam yaleh. There's a mitzvah yibum. What does that mean? Sheallah zikas yovam echad. Only a woman. You're going to do yibum on a woman who it has a name on her of one brother. She's attached to one brother. This woman is attached because she's still the widow of Reuven because nobody did Ibam to her, but she's quasi attached to Shimon through the Mimer, and now she's falling to Levi because she was connected to two brothers. Forget it. She's out the window, and so is her Tzari. You got to do Chalitza on both. Out the window meaning you're not allowed to do Ibam. They're not free. You need Chalitza, but you got to do Chalitza. Rib Shimon Aymer. Rib Shimon says, no, I disagree. Actually, since me dairaisa, well, I'm not going to say this swara. I'm not going to give his logic yet. Says Reb Shimon, do yibum on one, whichever one you want, and do chalitza on the other. Okay. Is the chalitza lechumra? Huh? Because if you do yibum, you normally don't need chalitza on the others. Okay. So it's well, lechumra, which is going to create a kula, and it's going to possibly. And it's all Midra Bonans. Chal Gadi. Right. Yeah. Chal Gadi. So here we go. Says the Gemara. If Zika of two brothers is Daraisa, Chalitza and Amilesi by Wiser Shimon say, I'm sorry, Wiser and Akama say, you need Chalitza. Because we quoted a Pasuk. The Pasuk says she can't fall to you from two brothers. The Maisa, this woman's falling from two brothers. So you should even need Chalitza. So Elam Midra Bonan. You're right. The problem here is Dara Bonan. Uxera, Shama Yamru, Shteyabam, Mizbah, Mizbah, Achaz, Mizyamis. Here, you got to do chalitza, it's a gzera, because since this woman looks like she's falling from two brothers, 
That's how we're going to force the Chalitza so people don't start marrying the Yavama that Taka falls Midaraisa from two brothers. Says the Gemara, okay. So what's wrong with Rav Shimon's opinion? Do Yibam on one and Chalitza on another? Because again, they're really not Usr. You're only making a Gzeira so that there's no, there's no uh, mistake in other situations. When you talk, I have a woman falling Midaraisa from two brothers. So why don't we say, do Yibam one Chalitza on the other? There's a Gzeira, people might say, Bayis, Echad, you have um, two women in one house, meaning Shimon has his first wife and now the second wife. Mekzosay Bonoi, part of it is being built with Yibam, or Mekzosay Chalitza, and part of it you do Chalitza, and we know that's not the Halacha. In other words, whenever you have a Dindai Raisa, Two, two co-wives fall to a husband. He does Yibam on one. What happens to the other one? Do you do Chalitza? No. She's totally putter. So says the Gemara, we don't want to say do Yibam on one, Chalitza on the other, because people are going to take a think that whenever you have a Tsaris falling to you, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do Chalitza on Yibam on the other. Says the Gemara, so no big deal. But people say you need Chalitza. Answers the Gemara, if you're going to take, if you're going to, if you're going to do Yibam and then do Chalitza with the other one, Hachanami, so then you're talking right, nothing, nothing bad's going to happen. However, we're concerned, maybe somebody's going to do Chalitza and then Yibam. Now if you do Chalitza and then Yibam, the Kamle Ba'ashar Yivna. So now you did Chalitza, the woman you did Chalitza on is going on a situation of Asher Layivna, where you're going to say, oh, this guy didn't build his brother's house. Once you, didn't, once you did Chalitza on one, so now you can't continue to build your brother's house. So Takad Allah would be, if you do Chalitza on one, you're not allowed to do Yibam on the other. Uh, and that's why we say, don't do Yibam and then Chalitza, because it's going to be too confusing for people. Again, going back to how we started out the daf. Yibam and Chalitza, people view it like it's hand in hand. If there's Chalitza, I could do Yibam. I could do Yibam and Chalitza. The order, it's confusing. Memela says the Gemara Gzeira, let's just do Chalitza on both. Shalom al Yisrael. We're going we're gonna to cover all of our bases. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. We're almost up to the mission. We'll pick up tomorrow, Bez Hashem, at 12.15 p.m. with Amar Rava. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. I got nerve Shabbos.